0: Only certainty in an uncertain world. The
1: command center.
0: And hello everybody. Welcome to the command center. Number three. Um again, we're gonna start that I want to start this one out the same way the last one was. Shout out to everybody who's been fucking with us. Dude. Listening. It's been nonstop. Following us on social media, shouting us out, it's been insane. I mean the amount of love, I ain't never got amount amount of love this much in my life, dog. Damn <laughs> from
1: from uh from just a whole bunch of people. I like, swear it is like I mean, just hitting new, new levels, levels every day. Man. It's like I don't know, we really appreciate that and uh we're just gonna keep the content coming, guys, you know.
0: Oh uh, yeah just keep keep producing you know keep producing these episodes for y'all um whatever y'all you know want to talk about and stuff i mean we're just always gonna keep it real and uh keep doing our thing you know and just keep trying to progress and get better and just for the just for y'all you know and um uh, you know, just because y'all show so much love and i you know, just want to keep that energy up keep it going you
1: know keep keep doing what y'all want to hear and stuff but um every week just audio is getting better, better, you know, quality is going to continue to get better. Just everything. We're going to make sure we stay on top of that for y'all. and Y'all continue to support us and we're going to definitely continue to put out the number yeah. one content around. And anybody out there who has a brand, um, or like, I don't know if
0: you, if you got your own company or something like that, that you would like us to shout out or something, let us know. And, uh, you know we we're we're down to collab with people and so soon we'll be having guests come up. So if you would like to be a guest on here, um just DM us at the official command on Instagram and um yeah, we'll we'll get a list and a schedule together for cuz you know we want to start having guests Definitely. start coming on here and everything. We got a few people who we have in mind, but if you would like to be a guest on here, we're more than more than happy to bring more people i think that's you know get some more content on here and get different opinions and different views on certain things and uh you know i I think it'd be really great just to get some you know just a just another person on here we different
1: perspective
0: yeah different perspective on things and because you know ain't nobody perfect ain't nobody gonna think the same so it's always good to have you know different different viewpoints on certain topics and stuff but yeah if you would like to be a part of command center just dm us on instagram and uh, we'll start getting that together and uh let y'all know soon you know get the mics and everything set up and uh you know for our third person you know, get on here and start doing some guests but uh let's get to it you know
1: another quick thing i wanted to say too is stay tuned because within the next couple of weeks we're going to be setting up some giveaways on our instagram and everybody's been blowing yeah, yeah. us up and we're just gonna do something, you know. Yeah, we to want give to back back do. To y'all. Yeah, we
0: want to do giveaways ASAP. We don't want to wait around till it's, you know, wait till this down the line or something. I don't care. I want. I want to I want start to doing giveaways, man. Been, yeah. I want to. We do this. We're for the people all day, every day. That'll never change. And uh, and any way, support bats I'm saying, if you got a local company, if you if you got your business you're trying to start or promote or something like that, hit us up. Let us know we got y'all, you know, we, we do it for the people. That's all that this is about,
1: but, uh, man, y'all think it's been crazy. Just wait till y'all hear what we have to say today.
0: Yeah, we, we well, got,
1: we got some, we got got some great topics.
0: On. We got some great topics today, um, for this show. And I'm excited to dive into some stuff that personally I've already been interested in before these things ever been brought up to me. You know, it's been, you know, it's, it's going to be a good show, good show,
1: but, uh, Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it, guys. Um I guess we could start out, you know, just talking about I don't know if any of y'all have ever heard of Bohemian Grove. But uh Man, that's a really it's a really crazy uh can't say conspiracy, it's confirmed already and you can look it up, but uh we're gonna let y'all know everything, you know, all the details, so let's get into it. Um, for starters, I guess we could let y'all know by saying it's, it's, uh, a, a plot of land in California where rich and famous, I guess you could say, or powerful, is more yeah, powerful like word. the one percenters,
0: I'd probably say, you know, yes, your exactly. Rothschilds and your, uh,
1: you know, your 1% billionaire type deal. And it's just. Mainly it's about people who go there and they, they do all, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to keep it real with y'all guys. They do all kind of weird shit. Very weird. Very and, weird. uh, it's kind of from everything I've read and everything I've researched. It's almost, you can relate it to like a cult to where basically you go there and they'll do different things, whether it's strange sexual activity. I was about to say, don't they have like orgies? Just and stuff you know like stuff. just that
0: weird you know you could imagine you know them rich billionaires you know that you're always suspect on that weird creepy stuff
1: it's that if you have seen the squid games it's yeah up. it's kind of how those people were it's like it's um like I said it's more of a cult uh, and a lot of times they like to video it and use it as blackmail against them right. so it's like yeah
0: yeah. once That's you're right.
1: institutionalized into this group they have leverage over you so they can have leverage over different powers whether you are a famous actor or politician work for large corporations so they can kind of keep control over you
0: yeah i wouldn't consider that a conspiracy theory you know i wouldn't consider this under that level because um, no, definitely not. i think most people out there listening would agree like they could see this you know being a thing I mean they've made they made movies that I don't know if it's specifically on this but just similar ideas I mean this has always been a, a concept that's been going around for decades now you know with just the people who really run this country and stuff and the banks the people behind the banks and everything and um if you
1: have any doubt on its legitimacy just Take 10 seconds out of your and Go on YouTube. Type in Richard Nixon, Bohemian Grove. U.S. president at the time. Former U.S. president now, obviously. Spoke about it. And, um... Ronald Reagan, too, huh? I think so.
0: Uh, might have, not have spo- spoke about it. He might not have spoke about it, but I, I know he was one of the big names that they have footage of, of
1: being a part of this. And there's, a. Uh, a few presidents that went there to try and uncover it and get into their organization and see what it was all about, and then there's other famous people, and I don't want to just throw names out there. You can look them up, but um, there's a lot of a lot more people than you would realize, and it's it's not just like orgies and stuff like that, all the weird shit, obviously, but they also do. Weird things like pagan druid rituals. I'm about to say rituals. A lot of things, animals, just yeah. And it's it's still going on to this day. It originated in the 1700s in uh, France, and now it's just more and more to it. Um, Somebody, if you really are interested in this particular topic, uh, you can look up Alex Jones. He talks about it a lot as well um he actually went undercover there to get some footage and more information about it yeah um the movie the conspiracy that's what it was the
0: movie the conspiracy it um it's not directly connected with the bohemian grove but the movie's inspired by it and um a lot of stuff that they show in that movie is like fairly similar and you know connects with a lot of the true sightings of what goes on here and everything um yeah, that movie was that movie. I was trying to think about that. They do, they kind of go through the rituals and stuff, and it's not like a um, biography or uh, documentary or anything, but it it just shows like kind of the stuff that they handle and do over there, and uh, like the rituals and stuff, and it's pretty, it's pretty creepy, you know. Yeah, definitely. Pretty um, creepy. It's like a Illuminati almost, like you know what you would think of like the Illuminati. It's kind of like that. definitely and there's more people in it than you would
1: think. Or Yeah, I
0: mean, you know, you know how it goes. It's kind of like uh Epstein's island type shit. Definitely. Where uh the more of that got uncovered, you realize wow, that actor that I thought was uh super cool is actually a, a, a freaking child molester. <laughs> like, it's
1: freaking weird. Yeah, it's very strange and uh I don't know. We just wanted to bring attention to a few things today, and this is one of them. I mean, we're going to talk about a few different uh, things such as this, but it's basically to draw more attention to the public eye. The average viewer, the average listener doesn't know about this sort of thing to get you informed that everything's not as smooth and as simple as they'd like it to be, Uh, or to seem, should I say. It's not all, like, oh, you know, average American life. Like, there's a lot of underground things going on that people don't know about. And there's a lot of things, like, whether you want to call it New World Order or Illuminati or whatever. There's a lot more people in charge that are bad rather than in charge that are good.
0: Yeah, and also, who you think is in charge is not in charge as well. Because I know we put a lot of... um regardless of what you believe in or what you push for politically, that, you know, there's always pressure on whoever the president is, democratically or Republican. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you might not like one person compared to the other. You know, those people aren't, they're just, I know it's said a lot and it's kind of corny now, I guess, but it's the truth. They're kind of like, they're really just a puppet of what, you know, people who really control this country want. And a lot of things are um, designed and a lot of laws are put in the place and stuff. And certain controversies are, are done on purpose to um, direct the eye of the civilians to look away from the real things that are going on behind the scenes. And just, you know, it's one of those things that it's, it's like it, the little things that you might get mad at, whether it's at Joe Biden or, or whenever Trump was president or this and that. Uh, you know, I just want you to look deeper past that. Where it's, it's it's not just what's up front. Like the president might say something, and you take that up front as what this and that, but that's not even the direction of what we're going in. You know, the truth behind all those things is that those words don't mean nothing. You think you think the president's saying stuff because he's choosing to say stuff, or they put they put that teleprompter up.
1: Like, nah, you're gonna say this, and he ain't got no choice. The best analogy I could think of, uh, to put it on more of a day to day basis, if you've ever watched a magician, when they say, Look over here, they're obviously doing something else, correct? That's, it's exactly what they're doing. I mean, whether it's a large event or catastrophe or Small things. Like, there's oh, a reason, deeper reason behind it. They're blowing yeah. up something about Kim Kardashian or something. It's like they want you to get focused on this day to day small stuff and get you mad about that or whatever, so you don't really think about what's really going on. And I don't mean this in a rude way, but if you think the president's running this country or the like people you think's running this country, it's it's not the truth. Yeah. It's I mean it's just not the, it's just as simple as that. It's not the truth. I mean it could be simple things like big pharma, large corporations, mm, uh, secret yeah. societies like Bohemian Grove, which aren't so secret. But uh things like that, they're the people really pulling the strings. Whenever you have like The people controlling the banks. Yeah. I'll tell
0: you that right now, it's the people controlling the banks. That's that's what it comes down to. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, always chase what you're chasing, whether, you know, make your money, you know, chase your dreams, do what you want to do. But, um, just remember though, like that paper dollar bill ain't gonna, on the grand scheme of things don't mean nothing. It's about property and the value of the things that you possess and own. And that's what, that's what gives you your freedom at the end of the day. And so, you know, Uh, you know, just work, work towards what you want to work for in life. But, you know, so if you're slaving away for that dollar bill and that's all it is, just a piece of paper that don't you, you're not getting where you think you're getting, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Like, um, I I, I always just think like that, like the big thing is owning property because at the end of the day, you can have a million dollars, but if you just have a million, you know, $1 bills, you you don't understand how easy that is. If the government wanted to, to take that away. And, and then you own nothing because exactly. everything you have is either, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat where my house, I'm renting it, my car, I pay a note on it. I don't own property. So at the end of the day, if the government wanted to, they could take every single thing I have because I don't own it, you know? So just always, I feel like that's a big, important thing for financial freedom and stuff is financial freedom don't mean you have the most dollars in your bank account, but you own valuable, important things that you, that are yours. Assets
1: you know? are very important. The assets, yes. And uh, this might be controversial to some people or even sound like a hot take, as they say these days, but I want to let y'all know something else. First of all, the true, true freedom, in my opinion, and I think most people would agree, is being able to do what you want and go where you want whenever you want and nobody can stop you. Yes. And there's another thing that I tell you, even property, I've been looking into that too. Even that's a little sketchier, owning things, in my opinion, because look at it this way. Say you you buy 500 acres or whatever, and then the IRS, you get in some problems with them, whether it's the government wants them to come after you or whatever reason. Just like we said, the IRS went after Bob Lazar's family. If they want to, even if you own something, if they want to, they say, okay. Well, guess what? That is true. You put it this way if you go, if you they just if... live in America and you buy property they consider that from some other way you know like they take it a different way yeah they can come for you dude if you if you buy property if you buy cars whatever it can be as simple as this you get a parking ticket don't pay that parking ticket for 15 years and i know this is a large exaggeration there's a simple explanation for y'all don't pay that parking ticket for 15 years you know what they're gonna do they'll, they'll take your damn house that you bought with your money over something like that over a hundred dollar parking ticket. But guess what? If you fly to another country and you get a parking ticket, you have a passport, all that type of stuff, different ID for that country, then boom. You get out of there, you go back to America, they, they what what the European IRS is gonna track you down? Yeah, I mean Hell no. There
0: it's uh I don't that I heard about these stories in Florida that were pretty recent. That um, and I think there's a few states like this. Florida's the main one though, where they can, they were taking. Shout out, Florida man. Uh, yeah, y'all are crazy out there. Uh, shout out, Bert. Uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, out there they could pull you over. Like, say you had fifty thousand dollars in cash because you're about to go buy a car, and um, but it, you get pulled over for. Maybe you weren't even doing anything. You just pulled over because they think you're speeding or something like that. Those cops could take that money just because it's in cash and be like, oh, no, you're going to go buy drugs or just, you know, for whatever reason they could make up. And they could take that $50,000 in cash. And even if you have the means to back it up, say make $100,000 a year or something crazy, and you showed that you saved your money on you would have to get a court order from the judge to just have a chance of getting your money back at that point. And for no reason at all, they could just take it and then say that it's uh, uh, criminal property or for whatever reason they want to make up and they can't be questioned. You have to get a court order from a judge to get that back. And, um, I, they, it was a, a crazy number, like millions of dollars, all types of property value, that were taken from people that were never still to this day have never been given back. And there were no, there was no evidence behind their property getting taken or anything. And I mean, it, it's like, I don't it, It's tough because it's, it's crazy. really at the end of the day, I mean, there is kind of nothing. If they want you, they're going to get you. And that's why I think it's best to be low key with, you know, Everything. with certain just your money your purchases and uh, trying to trying to have like profile uh, to me personally property and like artwork and you know stuff like that that keeps its value over time and stuff is important but you know keep keep in the back of your mind like you know they got them people out there then they can come get you for whatever reason they want and uh yeah, it's pretty crazy that though, do. It, it's pretty crazy how that works, but I'm um, but at the end of the day though, you still have your freedom. And even though some people might not look at that as freedom, I mean, you, just the fact like you said, like you win by doing what you want to do, by not following the normal like you follow in your heart, your beliefs, your dreams and going to go accomplish that and taking care of your family and being able to support yourself and everybody that to me, that's how you win the game. But, you know,
1: I think, uh, I think a good quote that applies to this, um, of course it was written a long time ago. If you've ever read the art of war by Sun Tzu, he says, when you're strong appear weak. Now you could look at it as a war perspective, a fighting perspective, whatever. But let's look at it as a business perspective or a money-making perspective. Whenever you have lots of money, you want to appear as if you don't have as much as you really do. Because you know you what you have. You don't have to flaunt and trill it off and try and stunt like people say. Because you know who's going to be watching? 99% of them are haters. Whether it's the government or <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, I'm about to say that. I.R.S. And uh, Another thing, we're, we're going to talk about this in an upcoming podcast soon. Um, it's a lot to go into, but the system's so corrupt, like we bring this up in different ways, but just say, for example, as you were saying earlier about the police, dude, they'll pull you over, take that 50 grand, declare 30. And if there are two officers, I guarantee you they'll each get 10, say we took 30 grand from them.
0: Now, no, a hundred percent. I mean, how I know, I mean, how many people out there who have been pulled over, for um, you know, maybe you're smoking some weed or whatever, and the cop doesn't give you a ticket, or maybe gives you a ticket or something like that, and then takes your bud, takes your pipe and stuff, and uh, and then they just leave with it. You know, I'm sure there's a gun. I, I know a handful of people who've been in those situations multiple times and this and that. And you know, we we know that ain't going to no evidence locker. We know that ain't you know. I think technically if they take a pipe or something like that from you, they're supposed to break it in front of you, huh? They're supposed to, like, break it or something. Because that, that, I, I know a few people that that's happened to. Like, they break it in front of you, and then, you know, that's technically what they're supposed to do. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they're about to go take all your stuff and go smoke it, you know, or go back on the streets and sell it. I've heard that in, like, major oh, inner city places, like, um, like in, like, Compton and, like, stuff where there's, like, you, it's you get big like drug trafficking and, and stuff. stuff. Too. Dude, the cop, you know, they got a,
1: everything is corrupt, dude.
0: I think, you know, they got a lot of cops out there that are just people, a part of the government who genuinely want to help and genuinely want to do it for a good cause and a good reason. But, um,
1: even if you have the best reason,
0: you're still a part of the system now. Right. And the man is still controlling that. And I just, I think it comes down to a personal level. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, it might seem like a major thing. It's like, well, how do you do anything about this? How do you make a change? I think it comes down to a personal level where as long as you stand on all 10 and the things you believe in as a good person, if you stick to those, I believe that that wears off on other people. And slowly over time, you can get, those people you know you, you can make a change and it might seem small but it it leads to bigger changes down the line and i think it goes down to the person where don't be a follower be a leader you know and you know what's right then do what's right you know don't follow the norm so don't be let yourself be
1: influenced by other
0: people yeah at the end of the day it's like trust that gut feeling you know do what you want to do like somebody you'd want somebody reacting to you i don't know people you've been hearing that since middle school you know since you were a child and this and that but it's since the truth you
1: want to others as you want them to do yeah to you. exactly it's, and it's one of the golden rules as they say
0: and i think that's how change is made and um you might not see it on that big level though but you if you trust and you just hold it down i mean just like um like working out you know you might not see the progress on the first week, but if you're holding it down, you're doing what you're supposed to do, change is being made. Just keep doing it. And you'll make you'll make a big change. You'll be able to uh, you'll be able to start that trend of being just more compassionate, just just doing what is right in this life
1: and not um not being tempted by that evil. Not being conformed to society's Yeah, just stupid rules that stupid they want you to believe.
0: freaking rules and ideologies and ways of living that, you know, I don't know. I'm just I am my head off you just gotta trust your gut. Trust that feeling. Even if it might be the opposite of what everybody's doing.
1: Everything if you look at all the major systems, they're all corrupt. Like we were saying about the police situation and anything. Even if you go to an airport, you worked your whole life, whatever, you got money, you got some jewelry on, you got whatever, you have to declare what you have and if it's over ten thousand dollars They're not going to let you take it. Like, who are they to say, oh, you can't go fly somewhere with this much jewelry or you can't do that? Yeah. Of course, people do it. If you're rich, you find your ways around it. But for the average person, they're not going to let... Even Lil Wayne went to Dubai and they told him, I'm sorry. uh, Oh, yeah. Your jewelry's worth too much or whatever. You're not allowed to have that and... Yeah, it don't matter who you
0: – and, I mean, well, I mean you know they're going to get them rappers before they get anybody else just because that's how they do it, though. They, they're they targeted, but – You think the big people, though, like like we said, the world – Like controlled? Bill Gates. Man, Bill Gates go anywhere with whatever he wants. Ain't nobody about to tell him nothing. What's the other one? Um, Buffett. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. You think he, they're telling him something like that? Hell no. The guy who eats Pfizer, the freaking, the big pharma. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. Jeff Lewis. Bezos, Elon.
1: They're they're going to do what they want. And that's another, like we were saying, true freedom. And you might think, oh, well, what if you get a private jet? Or It's not about that. It's about when you land, you got to land at an airport. That's how oh, they yeah. get you. Yeah, you got to pull up on your boat deeper. at a dock. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And wherever you go, they're going to be waiting for you to tell you, "Hey, you can do this. You can do that." If they want you, they'll get you. You and know, if you get to that true freedom and have enough power, there you can do what you want. And uh, I think the best thing is live your life.
0: Live your life. Know know that these things are real, and understand that these things are real. And because the way I, it helps me understanding this stuff is. Okay, like we have more insight on what's real, so that gives me the peace of mind of like, you know what, I know, I know this shit, this whole thing is corrupt, all right. But that's why I don't uh, stress about it. I don't stress about it because at the end of the day, you know what, I win by living my life, mm-hmm. and um, you know what, I think that's the best thing to is don't stress about this stuff. Don't don't let these type of things like freak you out or anything like that, but just understand the truth behind it. So maybe the next conversation you have with somebody else, you can maybe, op- you know, lend that light to them for a better understanding. To be a sheep. Yeah, you won't be a part, you know, you can break out of this system and just like, you know, keep reiterating by doing what you want to do. Doing what you want to do. You want to go start that business, go start that business. You want to go live out there, go live out there. If you want to go move to the woods and build your cabin and do that, do that.
1: The number one thing, piece of advice, I guess I can give to everybody listening right now is be aware, listen, and always observe. Because whether you want to say your enemy's the government, a certain person, certain entity, a certain ideology. If you want to conquer your enemy, the first thing you have to do is understand your enemy completely. And if you don't understand what you're trying to overcome, then you won't be able to overcome it. Stop talking so much and listen. And you'll figure
0: out a lot. Of, you'll get a lot of your answers that you're looking for if you just stop talking and listen. That's one thing I've really had to realize: is boy, you just if you just listen, whether if you're at work having a conversation or whether you're at home talking with somebody, or this and that, just really listen, and you'll figure out a lot from a person. Or from a certain thing, whenever you just you just let them talk, because th- I mean, just like this information we're talking about with the groves and all that, that information's out there, but they know. They know ninety percent of the know. people ain't gonna look into that because you know why? Because we're gonna look like a freaking. Uh, we're gonna uh, that people are too worried. Wow. Well, they remember. want you to look? I don't like want to look conspiracy like theorist. A I don't want to be uh, somebody who looks crazy or it something facts, like that put but out there, it's, it's released
1: there. information but the person I guarantee you if I went around and told say 20 people about this 19 of them would say Oh, it's just some crazy just gonna conspiracy blow you off. and maybe one of them maybe maybe it's more like one in a hundred or a thousand will be like oh this is actually real and, um, the best way to defend against that, I guess you could say is just listen and watch because you can learn a lot from both. You can learn a lot from keeping your ears open and your mouth closed and you can learn a lot even from day-to-day human interaction. It doesn't have to be on a large scale, even at work or at a business meeting. You can learn everything from people's body language, their... Yeah. Day to day habits, what they how they treat other people too. That's a big thing for me.
0: Definitely, it's like you see somebody treat somebody else one way. Just know they're just one. Your one opinion, your one word, your one move away from them saying the same thing about you. And that's one thing I realize a lot with, you know, you know, people who are close to me. It's not that big of a number, because you know you realize over time, like. You know, you might go out to eat with somebody and, you know, if they're treating their waiter bad or something and they don't want to tip them or this and that, i I judge that based off of your character where it's like, I don't want to be around this guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be around this person. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to treat them bad? You know, we work in that restaurant industry. You know what I'm saying? So if I didn't know you and I came up to you with the same situation, you treat me the same exact way and I don't roll with that. Mm-hmm. I don't like all that crap
1: a big thing people need to realize is there's only a few reasons people genuinely, well I can't say genuinely there's only a few reasons that people act certain way to your face like act nice or act cool or whatever word you want to say they either love you, they respect you they fear you, or they're using you Yep. and you gotta figure out which one it is a yep. 100% because I can tell you right now, if I'm chilling if we're chilling, or I'm chilling with one of my brothers or my family or You know, people I'm close with, I know they all love me and have respect. If I'm chilling with an average person or just not chilling with an average person because I don't do that. But if I'm just, say, at work or at a meeting or at different events and people are acting a certain way and people call it phony or fake, the only reason they're doing that is either one, whether you want to look at it as fear, as physical, mental, business-wise, Whatever you want to look at it, they either have that fear, so they don't want to say what they really want to say. Right. They're or they're scared. using you for something particular. They're trying to be nice to you to get something out of you, whether it's yeah. simple, oh, they need a little help with something, so they're going to be nice. And then, you know... Right. You walk off and they're like, man, I fucking hate this
0: guy. Right. But you know what? They did a
1: whole different energy after. He just helped me uh close down my station or whatever. So whenever I see him, be like, hey, what's up, bro? Right. Or they has- actually... Love and respect you. And they're like,
0: man, you know right. what? This is a cool guy. And it's like, I'm I'm blessed beyond belief because I know for a fact every person that's around me, every person I chill with, any person I hang on with, have conversation with, talk to, you know, people who I genuinely love are all solid. Are all solid. I put all my faith in them and have no question about it at the end of the day and you know it's a process so it's a process you know you got to go through that whether it's certain friends or certain family members because family members too that might be your blood but that don't mean they're your family and you know that's something you got to figure out for yourself but it's just like you know don't believe something that everybody's you know just because somebody says it doesn't mean it's necessarily the truth or they're doing it for the right reasons you know just like you said just keep you know listen I always say it, uh, kind of like a football term, keep your head on a swivel. You know, football coaches out there, they know what I'm talking about. Maybe play football, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> got to keep your head on a swivel. Because you might be looking one way and everything be clear, but, you know, you got that guy coming on your blind side about a freaking crack your head, you know. And so,
1: got to keep your head on a swivel. Watch everybody, listen to everything. And uh, They say, uh, you know, backstabbing a common term, but I'm going to tell you this, and it might sound corny or cheesy. But the only way somebody can stab you in the back is if they're behind you. Yes, sir. That's, bro. That's beautiful. <laughs>
0: that, I like that. I've oh, yeah, never heard that before. The only way they can stab you in the back is if they're behind you. I know. Straight up. Yeah. Shout out Dylan, man, with that bomb ass quote. Y'all, just, y'all go. Uh, y'all go put that on your alls wall. Go write that on your uh, bulletin board.
1: <laughs> whether it's you know somebody you know that you think's close to you, that's. I mean, obviously, you know, you can look at it in a physical sense of somebody stabbing you in the back they're behind you, but it's everything. If somebody, if you let somebody get close enough to get right up behind you to stab you in the back, of course, they're being, you know, a snake or whatever you want to say, but also you got to take yourself accountable and say, I let them get close to me to do that. If you keep everybody or not everybody, but if you keep the average person, people you know deep down that you can't count on keep them at arm's reach, they're not gonna be able to do certain things to you. And you just gotta stay aware, um you know. I think, yeah, you know,
0: to to kind of sum all of this up, it's to be aware, be open, don't don't be shocked by many things, like, you know, don't you know, roll with the punches. That's how, that's, you know, I think the best way to just go with it where, because, you know, if, if you're thinking like that 24 seven, you know, it, it could bring on, you can be paranoid, you know, you can be stressed. Like, well, that person's talking to me. They seem nice, but you don't got to be all like that. It's just, you know, understand, understand a little bit more that people, they might not be your friend. They might not be as cool with you as you think, but always, always have respect first. Always show love. And then, you know what, if people want to make their move and uh, try to react. disrespect you and, or, or you know, they might not reciprocate that back to you. All right. I see you. I hear you. I'm going to move on without you because now I, you're not given that same energy that I'm given. It don't have to be all this drama. It doesn't have to be, oh, F you, F that, this and everything. Okay. I hear you. Because if you really believe in yourself and you really believe in what you got going on, then... You understand that it's a blessing that those people showed their hand instead of it being like, man, you try, you tried to do me wrong. No, 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 I ain't like that. Now. It's just like, all right, bet. That's weight off my shoulders now because you did that to yourself. Because where I'm going, it don't matter. You know, if everybody's disrespecting me, then f them. I don't need them. You know what I'm saying? Because where I'm going is solidified in my future. So if you got your stuff going on and you believe in yourself one hundred percent, then you know when those situations come up, it don't have to be the drama. It doesn't have to be the stressful thing. It can just be as simple as, "All right, I see who you are now. I am gonna just leave you out my life for now on. How about that?" And, and it then might move be, on.
1: It might be hard for people to hear, but the path that you are going on, like your true path that you are going on, everybody can't follow. Everybody can't go down right. the same path.
0: And a lot of people might be jealous of it, too, because you got that path going on. Like, I don't care what it is. It's like, for me personally, it's music. That's what I love to do. And that's something that will be my future. And not everybody might understand that or might not be able to be along for that ride that my life is on. And so, naturally, if things just separate and go their own direction, then it is what it is. But... It's that you you got to figure it out what do you want to be in this life what what's your goals what's your plans set it down and trust yourself and go and things will naturally start to work towards that and go towards that and then look you're gonna lose some people people like you just said people aren't going to understand but they weren't met put on this earth to understand what you got going on Okay, you're put on this earth to understand what you are doing, so you know, just don't get caught up in all the BS and social on social media, too. Like, you know, yeah, oh, so what? You know, you might not have all the followers you want, or this and that. It's just trust yourself, go with it,
1: and um, you know, yeah, just keep it, hold it 10 toes down, you know, to keep it so to summarize that all this little part. I think best thing to say is. Find your true path, listen, observe, and remember there's only four reasons people are being nice to you they love you, they respect you they fear you or they want something out of you. Keep those in mind Straight don't up. dwell on it, but just
0: know just have that knowledge and basically to sum it up now just <laughs> I'm not gonna, but, uh, I'm not gonna sum it up for the fifth time
1: man we got we got some more topics to get on for y'all oh, yeah we All got off
0: to, to a motivating start on this one man I hope somebody listening is working out right now. That's I know y'all just hit your
1: max.
0: I was <laughs> hit the max on the squat, <laughs> Man, uh but yeah, no, basically uh birds aren't real and they're used for government surveillance.
1: Yeah. That's all drones. Um Yeah, I got another thing that we could talk about it's public knowledge if you want to look it up. Um very public knowledge. A lot of CIA operations. Another thing, people might say, oh, that's a conspiracy, but, you know, look it up, we have all the research I think here this one me. is the least conspiracy. Oh, it's all, it's definitely, it's definitely. Conspiracy. Like,
0: this is the one we have the most information on, and that's MKUltra.
1: For y'all that don't know what MKUltra is, it was a CIA um, operation, started in the Cold War, it continued on. It might be going on to this day. They say they ended it in the end of the seventies or early eighties, actually. But um, they would actually take people off the street, and uh, they would go for people that wouldn't be noticed if they were gone, like people without family, people that weren't uh, having a lot of popularity, or that's not the right word. But um, basically, if people didn't really know you and you were easy to disappear, you were a prime target. And an easy example was like homeless people, they would do it a lot too, or uh, prostitutes, people like that. Um, the government would actually kidnap you, dose you up with drugs, mainly LSD is what they were working on at time, some psilocybin, different things of that sort, and release you back on the street and monitor you to see your reaction. And um, have any of y'all heard of Charles Manson?
0: Oh, that's right, Charles Manson. Um, One of the big, probably the biggest name that they have connected.
1: Yeah, definitely. Which uh, is before the cult
0: stuff? What cult stuff? With Charles Manson.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no. It was before everything. He was a random person. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't too sure. No, so they basically did the same thing to him. They got him. I guess you could say it's on him. Dosed him up with LSD and a bunch of other mind-altering drugs. Released him on the street and seen what he'd do. And, you know, the man started a cult, started murdering people, whatever. Got arrested a few times. What happened? They let him go to continue their experiment and see what happened. And uh, eventually it caught up with them. And a lot of the reason they put this as public knowledge now is because they want people to believe, or so they say, that all the people in charge of this operation are either dead in jail now right right bring the knowledge to the people Like, look
0: we told y'all about this so it ain't
1: happening no more but right yeah. it's another sleight of hand like oh here it is yeah it's not happening no more right. while they really still it's always doing it. there's
0: always skepticism you know
1: and um they were really one of the main things they were trying to do is find a way to use drugs for mind controlling against like enemies whether it be Russia during the Cold War different things and they were trying to see how it react on people But in order to do that, they couldn't get somebody that was like, knew what was going on and willing to subject themselves and all because they needed to know for sure that if it was somebody that was against it, or like I said, like an enemy or somebody who didn't want anything to do with it, that it could even work on them. So uh, they have different subsects of this project, like Midnight Climax, they call it. Uh, They would actually set up brothels, I guess. If y'all don't know what that is, it's basically a a, um, building, I guess you could say, of prostitutes and hookers and things like that. And they would get random men and inject them with all these drugs and all and then bring them to these places. And they were all working for the government, all these women, and they would try and see what information they could get out of them while they're on these drugs and things like that and try and see, oh, say we wanted to get a... intel from a russian spy they couldn't use this drug to inject them and then get it out of them so they started out simply you know injecting people with these drugs and things and then they moved on to a midnight climax where they would which it's a funny name midnight climax you know it sounds like it. A, uh sounds
0: like it would be like a funny spy movie or something sense? I mean, or if you think about it, midnight, midnight they would climax. do it at night, climax,
1: you know, climax sex. during sex, uh, That's what he's saying. the easiest way to put it, but uh, <laughs> they basically, they would get people and, you know, bring them to these brothels and see what information they can get out of random people about their lives and whatnot, and then let them back on the street and see how they would react to all these mind-altering drugs, there's just another one of those things that the government would literally go around, take people off the street. Yeah, and it's, you never um, know what happened. I
0: don't know. You know, it's it's weird now because, you know, like with that, how they came out and said, "Oh, yeah, none of this is going on now," and maybe that specifically might not be going on now. But you know, there's probably something else similar that's going on, or some type of undercover project, or anything like that. I think our government is riddled with these type of things. And, um, you know, we're not too far off from what, um, like from the craziness that, you know, people, you know, people talk about with Russia and China and stuff. And obviously that is a way different scenario and situation. And I'm not trying to compare the two in that sense. Like we have way more freedom than I would, you know, Americans way better any of that, but on the government level though, because I think most of us live normal lives and, you know, don't really worry about this type of thing. But just on the government level though, I think we're on the same level as those other countries when it comes to, you know, not having the, uh, the morale or not the morale, the, having the right morals, I guess, when it comes to, you know, we're, they want to figure things out. You know, if they want to figure out if they can use mind control with LSD, bet best way to do that we're not going to use no damn rabbit or rat to test it. Go get one of those people on the street this that has no family.
1: Citizen. Yeah, a disposable
0: rabbit. citizen. That's the best way to put it. And we'll do it to them, and we'll that's how we'll get our answer. And I think that's a. You know, I'm. I can almost guarantee it that that is going on to this day, in their own way. Because it all it comes down to the fear, I think, of on whether just on I think on a military level, I think a lot of things are done because of the military. Like not the military's deciding it, but I think we always want to have that one up because you got the three superpowers: us, China, Russia. I think that's always it's been like that for a long time now. And um, it's always trying to get that one up, that one up. And the problem is, and, you know, we don't have that information on China and Russia as civilians, but I'm sure they have their spies and stuff. And, you know, they go over there and they have those undercover spies for America that, oh, we got this information on them. They're doing this. And it's something that we couldn't fathom, like, you know, whatever. So now America's going to be like, all right, we need to step up this area because it's always the fear of going to war and then one of these superpowers having something that we've never seen before and we get screwed over and kind of like the uh the space race between us and russia whenever um we figured out that russia was trying to get into space and um they said so what so it became the space race First one to make a space, and which Russia was first to make the space and with the spunt kick, Spunk kick, uh, satellite, um, first one to make it out of orbit, but um, and then we came back and made it to the moon, first, you know, and then we have our satellites out there, and you know, then China gets their satellites, you know, and it's always going to be, you know, just like we always talk about the AI with the robots, all right, we got uh information that. China's got these AI robots that could be used for military use. Bet now it's time for us to have our own, just in case, just in case, because we don't want to be caught lacking. Terminator:
1: Rise of the Machines. Here we go again. Yep. Yep. Um, I think one of the craziest things too, a lot of people don't understand, is uh, the director, Sidney Gottlieb of MK Ultra is one of the main people responsible for bringing LSD and other drugs to America. And everybody, pretty much everybody who's of mature age, you know, knows about the hippie era, they call it like the 70s and early 80s, where everybody's drugged up and stuff. You know how those drugs got here? Nobody thinks of that. It's because they started bringing here for (laughs) MKUltra for these experiments. And, um... Then they got so loose and on the streets and all, and then it just became oh, you know, everybody was drugged up and happy and all. But I mean, it all started there.
0: Let's talk about the crack uh, epidemic. I mean, <laughs> you know, in the eighties, are you kidding me? Like that, um, that was the Ronald Reagan era. I want to say with the 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 war on drugs. You know in those inner cities and you know, Compton and uh Baltimore and a lot of these poorer, low income families some and poor stuff. Joe Schmo
1: has the has the capabilities means. and means to go to get some get, crack get cocaine, pure cocaine to make into crack from other countries or come on themselves and all it government you know, it was flooded affair. the streets on
0: purpose. And it's a shame because those of the, the the repercussions of that is still going on to this day oh, of why do you think the same, the same cities, the same inner cities are still having problems are still filled with crime, still filled with drug use and all. You can tie all that back to the eighties The term crack babies, crack babies, literally, literally it's generation. That's why you see a lot of people now who come from those situations are trying to break that generational curse that was never theirs put on them for anything, for any reason, even their parents'
1: parents. It's it, it was a government decision to do this. And that's another part of just always staying strong mentally and understanding what's going on. Because it was all part of their plan and their propaganda, whatever you want to say. But every person, you know, whoever was... The main crack dealer, the main person or whatever that started with and no, not the government, but the first people they got it to and off they would have just stood up and said, look, you can kill me if you want. I'm not distributing this stuff or whatever. Of course, everybody didn't do that. People was like, oh, quick money, whatever. They got this crack and then people got hooked to it. And it was like, oh, a it's nice, tough you know. Here. It has to be tough.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know how oh, that begins. Oh, it's more than tough, dude. You know, but how I don't know how that begins. Like, what do you think? Like, you think the government was knocking on known drug dealer houses, say, "Look, we got all this information on you already. We'll put you in jail for life, or here, you start selling this stuff." I think it could have you know? been
1: simple like that. Like, I mean, I don't know. Not so basic, but it could have been easy as something a, like that. They get a, you know, some large. Uh, criminal, whether it's maybe not a drug dealer, maybe a mob boss or whatever, they catch them and they're like, look, you're going to go to jail for life. Or if they get somebody, you know, that's not a criminal, right? Maybe they don't even, you? yeah. Or you put this on the streets yeah, and then, they just you know, start flooding the streets and then there's different know, methods. I'm sure it just, them doing it.
0: you know, then the people get hooked and addicted. And then like you said, we get crack babies. You get the babies, yeah, who are, they were addicted to crack cocaine before they're even born. Um, and then the crime rate goes up because people are so addicted, they would do anything to either make the money off of it or to be on it, on the drug itself. And it's a cycle of a cycle that is obviously not nearly past that point. I mean, it's not anywhere close to being broken. And, and because you know we what? see it to this day, I mean, uh, what's Flint, Michigan? Does Flint, Michigan even have clean water yet? I mean, I mean, it's been what, four years? years, four or five, six years now. Um, Jackson, Mississippi, they're, they they do not have clean water right now. And it's been a couple of months. And so, it's just a lot of, I don't know. It's just a lot of, hmm, a a lot of those inner cities. And, um, you know, they're just, they tried it. They try to control the people, you know, I think, I think it's more about control than anything. Um, you know, definitely if you feel, if you have these drugs in these poor areas, obviously people are going to start selling drugs and then start using them because they're so depressed or down of their situation. They have this outlet and where does that breed more cops? Because then you have more cops in those areas who can fill those quotas because, they know for a fact, well, these areas are going to have these drugs, these people, these types of situations. And then you keep people in the jail or whatever. And it's weird though, because jails cost so much money to run that you would think that they would want to prevent that. But I'm sure they get some type of tax break on it. I'm sure there's somebody out there who's more knowledgeable than I am on that. But, um, and it's just a cycle, you know, to basically keep giving these politicians more money in their pockets,
1: more control
0: m- over the people, more control over the people, more reason to run for their next terms and stuff, and just more reason to keep the civilians
1: down. It's there's a couple reasons I believe which it's why they do that, but the number one thing that I don't believe is this is is a hundred percent. The it's a common saying, you know, or whatever, but they keep the poor poor and keep the rich getting richer. Yeah. And that's the number one thing. It's not. People don't understand. It's not. Uh, there you know, is no race mi- versus race or. Oh, no. Gender versus gender or this versus that. It's poor versus rich. That's what it's now, always been. I'm be real. The haves and have nots. Yes. That's literally. And there is no middle
0: class. And, and that's the thing, too. The middle there is class no middle is more class more
1: depleted than it ever has.
0: I, it's. There is no middle class. It's e- even like you can look at um, you know, a lot of I don't know. I listen to a lot of rap music, so I guess this is my comparison. Or a lot of sports players who make big, large figures. But on the grand ske- grand scheme of things, majority of them, at least from back then, now they're starting to get more knowledgeable on things. But back then, it's like we were talking about earlier. They have that money, but they have no. There's That's it, though. It's really not. You you might have the figures in your bank account, but you don't have the leverage and the power that you think you have because the the government. uh, Yeah, give that give that kid who's from the Dominican Republic who's really good at baseball. Yeah, give him those millions, and he can do what he wants for his family. He's but he's not a threat to challenge the system because you know you look at the money look at the figures i think we're all like that you know somebody's paying me multi-million dollars to play baseball i'm more than happy with that i can keep my family safe i can take care of all my people and generational wealth but on the deeper things you know you know the government is like it's just above all that they you use know?
1: people like that as idols for the poor people or the average person they want you to look up and say oh i can do that and then you get there and you know yeah, you have your money or whatever, and then but you're, you're still done. just an average person. But you're doesn't. still just
0: a part of the cycle.
1: And the thing is, I think something people should know. Whatever your passion is, whatever, whatever money making plan you have, do that. Get money, of course. Do what you have to do to make yourself wealthy. But once you get there, don't be content. Don't Understand, be, Yeah, don't be content with just the figure, the dollar sign. You need to uh make your mind as wealthy as your bank account and you need to understand even if you have that money or whatever use your platform for different things so yes. don't just say oh, I'm a baseball player sport baseball or oh, I'm an actor you go know go back like, to your community
0: movies. where you came from
1: spread knowledge that's the number one thing yeah. i'd say let people know hey you yeah, don't have I got to this do money this. and there's other ways to do it but it's not about just getting your money and sitting back with your family and all and, and giving it,
0: giving it back Giving it back to the community and give those other kids that where you come from, regardless of where it is, wherever you come from, whenever you make it and get to that point, never forget your roots and take care of your family. Take care of the ones who are ride or die with you the whole time and then go back to your community and whatever it is, whatever it is that can help, you know, give them knowledge. Like, you know, like you you see a lot more now than I feel like than ever where you see so many ball players and stuff who go back to their communities and they're building schools they build facilities for sports where um I'd have seen one it was in Chicago it was like inner city Chicago I don't know who it was it might have been I don't know I don't remember who it was some sports player or whatever I had just went back and did a inner city rugby league for them to get kids off the streets because you know Chicago you know it's going wild right now and it's been like that so you can make that change use your power go build something positive for the community stay on top of it just keep the funding on top of it make sure you're working around some good people good lawyers good accountants keep the funding going and because I'm telling you that right there you can make a real change and just bring in your people up you know bring in your people because you were just that kid not that long ago you know, so whenever that new kid coming up sees you do that, guess what? They are gonna want to do the next thing whenever they make it to where they want to be. And I think that's how we start to change the mentality of the nation, where where we we're not so selfish. You know, more love, more giving. You know,
1: I think definitely people should always be giving back. You know. Show love, show care, you know, especially to people that you can relate with where you're from, and things like that. But also, I think a huge thing is making people aware, open their minds and open their eyes to what's really going yes. on. knowledge is power. Because if everybody, our population, I mean, roughly 300 million, give or take a few, um, somewhere around there, maybe 250, last I checked, but uh, let people know. Like, okay, if every all the people in this country knew and I don't know everything obviously, I just know what I've searched and what I've been trying to expand my mind on. But if everybody knew what's really going on and could come together, we wouldn't be standing for it. But the thing is they have everybody programmed to live their day to day or to like we were saying, get rich from whatever they're doing. Yeah. The rich in a small term, obviously not. Rich, rich compared to what you know. Right. Rich and wealth. They want people to think getting rich with wealth or money monetary gains is once you get that you're, you're perfectly happy. You need to get rich with knowledge. Rich with power. Rich with influence. You get those things and you can start really changing things because everybody was on the same page of okay. Look. what what Realistically say we have 50,000 government officials. If out of those 50,000 and have any police and everybody there are enforcers, whatever you're in out of all that, if a few, uh, a quarter billion people in this country stood up and said, look, we all know what's going on and we're not standing for that anymore. They, you know, they would have to make a the change. Do. Yeah. They're, um,
0: you know, that's the big thing. And I feel like we touch on this a lot, but it, it's just very, very important of, you know, understanding that, you know, a lot of the news and a lot of the political stuff and, you know, the things that they push on us as a community, as civilians in America is to separate us. And they want us to be divided as a country, you know, whether, and and I, I know certain things don't, might not fly with you or go by with you with certain political stances and certain things have certain, you know, the president or whoever might agree with in certain laws. And I understand that as well, but also understand that, you know, we don't fix problems until we come together to solve these problems and, you know, just listening to each other and having more compassion for people who, you know what, you might not agree with me. You might be, um, on the political side, complete opposite of me. But I don't see it as that. I see it as you're another human being. You're another American. You're American. I'm American. And that's it. We're all in the and, same boat. And you know what? We got to listen to each other because we've all been through, even though they might be from similar situations, we've all been through different situations. And your perspective on one thing is somebody else's perception is a whole different thing than that. We can and all you have to under exactly and you have to understand that you know like if somebody says something about one thing that you might see the other way don't be like well, what, what 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 are you talking about you don't know understand that you might not be the smartest person in the room understand that you might not have the most knowledge on what you think you have the most knowledge on but just under, try to just understand and reach out them and you know it's like well well, I I believe in this because this and this and this okay I hear you well I look at it this way because this and that and try to reach a middle ground with people whether on the smaller level or on a bigger level like we're trying to do on this podcast trying to reach out to people and so I want more guests to come on here to give a different perspective on things because we're not the most knowledgeable on everything we don't know the perfect way to do this or that so we want to hear it from you so we can gave other people a different experience that they might relate to. And I think that's where it starts as community, um, finding a middle ground, finding things people can relate on instead of the things that we don't relate on. And I think that's how things start to change in America, where we get get political leaders that are true leaders and they're not there because of the things they say and because of their – because they – Because a lot of politicians and most people should know this by now, say things in a certain way to get the vote, to just get a vote. Oh, absolutely! They're not; they don't care about you. Okay, the president doesn't care about you. The vice president doesn't care. The House of Representatives—they don't care about you and your everyday life. And that's why you should relate to your man, your the the person next to you, because they don't care about them either. So hey, let's come together.
1: I mean, they're in it with you. Right. we all in it, you know? And, uh, I heard, uh, Joe Rogan said this actually, and I'm not going to try and quote him because I don't know his exact words, but this is pretty close to what he said. The number one, or what people look at as, as the most important role in our country is the presidency. It's come down to a popularity contest.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And, uh. One thing I want to say about how I was saying everybody come together and things, you know, and if everybody expands their knowledge, then we would be the ones calling the shots. As of now, we're conforming to them. But if we all come together, we would have to make them conform to us. Right. 100%. Like, we can
0: be that change. We can make that difference as the people. And, um, it, it, it's tough, but it's tough to try to get there. And it, not only is it tough to try to get there, people like we're talking about right now. And, you know, a lot of y'all listening might be able to be like, okay, yeah, 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 but you have to have discipline just like anything else that it's that you have to maintain. You must have discipline and you must have discipline in that way of thinking with other people where, yeah, you might have a really crappy day a really crappy day. And then you're going in to work or you see your friend or whatever. And then they bring up something about what happened to them. But, you know, it's not, you don't want to be in your head like, well, well, that's nothing like my day. I did, you know, let let, just, okay. I hear you, brother. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. And just, you know, be that compassion. Be that person with love that, yeah, you might be having a crappy day. But that's not going to make me change how I look at, you know, other people. That doesn't give me the right to just be disrespectful. That doesn't give me the right to say F off. And, yeah, I know what it's like because I have those days and I have those days frequently where I just want to be like, man, F off. Man, I don't want to hear what you're trying to say. But we we want to come together as one. And I think, I think it, it will change a lot of things in your life too. It will take a lot of stress off. I feel like because when you start to see everybody in relation to you instead of the things that are just so different, like you don't feel so alone and with certain things, like certain problems, like, like, man, like, I don't know if I'm working on music and I'm struggling with this thing musically and I might think, well, you know, just because the people close to me don't do what I do that, oh man, they don't understand, you know, this and that, but people out there do understand and it might not be with the same exact thing but they understand the problem you know they understand that you know it, it's frustrating and they can help you out you know a lot more people out there are your ally than your enemy and it's all it takes is just reaching out you know definitely i think
1: just talk to your neighbor not i mean of course your literal neighbor but Should in a general sense talk to Coworkers, Your co-workers, talk peers, to people and you know? just listen to what they have to say. And, you know, you might not agree with everything. You're not going to agree with everything. Right. And understand that too. You're not going to agree with everything. There's there's nobody on this planet that agrees 100% with everything that I agree with 100%. Right. And that's always going to be a fact. As long as you know that, nobody's going to agree 100%. But find the common ground. We said this before, but, you know. It's very true. Find what you can relate on together and you won't feel so alone in this world and find out. And then change can happen. Discuss it. Don't just, this how I feel, that's how you feel, it." it is what it is. You know, take time to discuss with people and say, well, why do you feel this way? Right. And then maybe they don't have the information you have. Maybe you don't have the information they have. And I think that's a big reason why
0: I personally like the Joe Rogan podcast so much. And that's something that, you know, I want to do our own thing with this and, you know, but uh, one thing I do take away from that is on there, that's how I get that sense of is, you know, a lot of different people, a lot of different opinions, but every time you listen to it, you know, you, they find that common ground where they're just, it's just trying to understand each other, you know, whether Joe has on this crazy scientist or somebody who does the UFO or a USC fight or whatever, you know, it's always the same concept of, you know, we're having a conversation, you're speaking your side, I'm speaking my side, we're finding middle grounds on things, and we're just have we're just getting gaining a better understanding of each other. And then that's put out to all the listeners. And as for me a listener, I feel like I have a way better understanding on certain things just because of that, because, you know, um, There'll be people on there that I'm like, uh, I'm not going to listen to this podcast. I don't, I don't like this person. Like they're just going to spew and BS and this and that. And then you listen to it. It's like, wow, why did I have that misconception? Cause of the media, social media, whatever, probably view that they probably public view against them. that was put on against them. And it's like, you know what? It, it just, it puts in your head that you got to think for yourself, got to have your own opinion on certain things. And, you know, and then also having that conversation with your people and your peer and stuff and um and just relating you know because we're all human we're all human and much deeper we're all american like think about that too america. like we, we say that a lot is uh you know we, we're the human race everybody on this earth but to even break it down even further for us living in america we're americans we have more freedom here as much as a lot of people, I feel like don't you want to spew a lot of negativity on America, we have more freedom here than anywhere else. We can just us having this podcast you couldn't do in a lot of other countries and where we can speak our opinions and stuff. And so to be American is a beautiful thing. And I think just that fact in general, even with the flaws, that should be a common thing between all of us. Hey, you're American, i'm american we have a choice here for what's right and you know and it ain't gotta be hating you know just stop all the hating
1: i love uh i love america and i'm you know patriotic in a sense and the main way i can put it is i love the people and the ideology over the system but the system's taking over everything even how we were saying you know yeah we have freedom of speech or we can go on our podcast and say this and that to an extent censorship's getting out of control. That's another thing. Um, So many people get banned. Like I brought up Alex Jones earlier he got banned from everything just for putting out. Yeah, uh, dude, they try and keep an eye on that. And well, that's, yeah, that's one thing I'd like to do whenever, you know, we get bigger and our audience grows and all and things really, really take off. I'd like to get with an app designer and get our own streaming service that we have total control over because yeah, I've been reading a lot into that and realizing that if you have your own service, they'll need a lot more to shut down your entire service rather than to ban you on Instagram. On a on private
0: YouTube. service, right? Because if you're on a private service like Facebook, what Facebook is over WhatsApp and Instagram and, that might be it, but if you're on like even Snapchat, you know, Snapchat or TikTok, whatever you might be on, it's still a private organization where if they want to, they can shut you down. There's really nothing you can do because they are their own company. But if you, if we have our own thing going and it's us running it, which would be completely open, then like you said it would be a lot because of the censorship and they couldn't they can't just censor so you they can't take us all yeah. yeah i mean we still have the first amendment at the end of the day and even though the first amendment is very diluted now because of basically it, it's I, it's like our government can't can't decide what's is what's proper censorship, censorship and what's not you know and it's like Personally, me, I don't think there should be any censorship unless the only censorship they should be are against things that people generally believe should be censored. I don't think I don't think opinions should be censored. Like okay, if you're posting freaking like gory videos of people getting murked or something like that. If you're okay, going out, that murder
1: everybody. I mean, you know. It's, but
0: it's like it's more on the visual aspect. Like I don't want to go on Instagram or something and see somebody's head getting cut off or something like that. Okay, yeah, let's censor that. But as far as the opinions of somebody, don't I, I don't think anything should be censored because if somebody says something super stupid like, "Oh, every every American" is i don't know fucking stupid so i don't know Where I you can't think. but it's like yeah i want to see that though from somebody because now i know okay they're stupid okay i don't want to see any more of this stuff i can block them whatever I, but the this stupidity needs to be out there to determine who's stupid and who's not because with censorship the way it is now if you go on twitter even if you are a stupid person, you're not going to say a stupid thing because you're going to get banned. So I'm going to say something that can pass through all the filters and you're not really putting out there what you truly believe and stuff. But to keep things real, everybody, there shouldn't be censorship. Let us say whatever we want. Go on Twitter and tweet whatever you want. Go on Instagram and say whatever you want about whatever. That's that's good because then, okay, bam, now now I can determine as a person that, all right, that person believes that well i ain't messing with them
1: you know and that's the thing that goes back to how we were saying private servers and private owners they can ban you for whatever they want and just say oh rules and regulations you haven't read that three pages yeah you don't know what you saw like the terms and service yeah everything everything you're accepting or whatever people don't understand they're like why did i get banned why did this happen because somebody owns this, and it's at the end of the day, it's their app. And you're joining their app, or you're joining their service, their social media. And they can say, well, this goes against my terms and agreements. Yeah. So, I can ban you. But if you own your own server, if you get out there and talk human to human, they can't stop that. Right, right. And that's where the lines are getting blurry, like the censorship thing. Um, People, okay, you go out there, and it's like, oh well, if we're gonna have censorship, then we're gonna censor this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, okay, most people agree with censoring. Like you said, different videos, gory things, whatever. Yeah, like general conception of what, okay, like, mm, we don't need that. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, if we can censor that, then we might as well censor people from saying things like gory things or murder right, right. things. And if we can censor that, it just keeps going until they get to the point where it's like, well, and a lot if of people, we don't agree with this, we're going to censor it. Yeah, and well, the, the sad part is a
0: lot of people agree with it though, of that type of censorship. Which, it, why, why would you want that? Like I just said before, you should want to know. Like, like, like you just said, people are getting banned for anything, and half the time you don't even know why they got banned. And as a civilian, you you should want to be like, no, 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 like you know, I don't, you know, why why would I want that? now because now you're on a service that you know is so narrowed down you're not going to get the other experiences you're only seeing it from one side and like we keep bringing up it's so important to see the other sides of things because we're all smart okay we don't need to be sheep we don't need to be followers so if somebody says something from a different perspective it just gives you more understanding it doesn't mean that you believe in it it doesn't mean that you think that that's right but it just, it gives you more understanding and more knowledge on what the actual situation is. And I think it was very big, and it's a perfect example, is during COVID. Whenever COVID first happened, a lot of people didn't know what to do, and it was a panic. And so, you know, what do you do? You trust your government, you trust the CDC, what you think you can trust. So whenever people are going on Twitter and stuff, and they're banning people, because they're saying oh well don't wear a mask like these are the real facts you know these are the real truths and they're banning people because of that and then two years later you figure out that a lot of those people banned who were actually telling the real truth and the facts and that the cdc was lying about those certain things with the mask that they don't work and this and that you figure out that that's the truth well what happens now now what happens now
1: that's that's Oh well, now we know whatever, but they were banned. You know, but they were banned,
0: so it prevented people from having their different opinion on those subjects. Where, where, okay, we're not going to let you see what this uh, doctor said or whatever because it goes against what our government-funded group of people are saying. So, we're going to ban them. And now you're getting a narrow opinion on the situation it's instead of getting a, opinion, a review. It's their
1: narrative that they're pushing. The narrative. Right. Right. And they, the thing they is. They want
0: that narrative that you have to do this. Comply. Comply. I'm not sure comply. if they're doing
1: it now, but I'm sure you remember, even if you were an average Joe, not even an influencer, an average person, you put something like, oh, I mean, masks aren't real, blah, 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 et cetera. They would pop up. They would make your post say, "Visit the full visit. CDC guidelines. Yeah. This isn't true. Whatever, blah blah blah." Or some information might be incorrect, and then you're like, "Oh well, what's correct information?" Exactly. Blah, 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 dot go blah, blah blah dot org. Click that, and it's all their propaganda. Everything they want to do, I think, brought the to you by thing, Pfizer. Right. <laughs> I think their biggest thing is they're scared. Their censorship thing is over fear. If they have people like us getting out there spreading truth, that. It's true, but they don't want people to know. They they get scared, and they're like, like we said, if everybody knew uh, the information and things going on and didn't stand for it, they would have no control. They couldn't stop us. Right. They're not going to destroy they their could. own country.
0: Yeah, because, and, you know, this is getting a little deeper into, but, you know, that's something I kind of think is true. I mean, they set certain things up, whether it's the scale of a pandemic or the scale of a, what we would consider a terrorist threat or the scale of the um the fear of what we should have on something. You know, like they try to they try to determine the fear that we should have about a certain thing. Where, like you said, they want to control the narrative on it where no 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 don't don't be okay uh, going outside. You should be scared of this because this will kill you. Look at our numbers. But you know what they don't want to talk about though? Is the real ways of helping the situation and i just bring up code because it was just so recent you know even though like they didn't w- let's talk about health huh let's talk about health let's talk about working out because it if you're healthy and your your body's producing the right amount of blood and and doing taking care of your body guess what you're way healthier than the person who's eating a bunch of donuts sitting on their ass, 400 pounds, you know? And I'm not saying that to discriminate on nobody, but what I'm saying is, is if you break down the facts behind it, wow, that would be a great option to push. Let's get people healthier. Stop drinking the Cokes as there's one sitting in front of me. Stop eating the donuts, you know, and let, let, let's get healthier. But that doesn't work for the government though, because whenever people start doing that, Oh, well, we can't control them now. Damn it. I we can't get them taking these these pills, these pain pills, these vaccines. We can't get them to take all this stuff now. We're losing
1: money. Now we're screwed. I think a big thing people don't understand is COVID, whether, you know, whatever you believe about it, a big part of it was getting people to shut up, stay inside and stay out of the way. So they can set up whatever they're trying to set up. Whatever their next day is, they're dude. like, Okay. Let's just That's the truth. clear the board right now. Everybody <laughs> stay truth. in your house, clear the streets, clear businesses. Don't get sung. worry about this virus and we'll be able to strategize without worrying about people getting in our way Yeah. staying in our uh you know and
0: in- and you just got to understand, you got to read your facts. And it's like, I don't believe everybody should believe what we talk about on here. And like, you know, you don't have to um, think the same way. But with that specifically, please do your research on it. I mean, um, it's just the truth. And as having a family member almost lose their life to COVID, you know, I understand why you might see things in a certain way.
1: How many times you had COVID? Twice? Me too. Twice. They wanna put it out there like, oh, COVID's the black plague. Every COVID will come for everybody. The flu, let me tell you, you, I've, had COVID, you I've had the flu.
0: I've had the flu and the flu way is worse way worse. COVID. Oh my the god. The flu felt way worse. And COVID I had COVID really bad. I had the Delta variant and had the Omicron and then the Delta variant. I mean it, it took a lot out of me. But, you know, if you you know, I did the proper steps to uh, you know, you get sick, you get sick. You know what I'm saying? Which and that you stay hydrated. Right, you know, staying you took hydrated, care of yourself. doing the things at the
1: table. They don't want to put that out there like, oh, as long as you take care of yourself, you'll be okay. No, they want to put it out there like if you go outside, you're you going have to take this dying. vaccine.
0: You have to take this vaccine and you have to and I'm not like I said, I think you don't it have it. to agree with us, okay? And I'm not trying to push anything on nobody, but what I'm saying is is just look a little bit deeper and understand that when you, you understand how many people are vitamin uh, vitamin D deficient, you know, and then you understand, and those people who don't ever go outside and then they tell you to stay inside and then you get sick, you gotta understand the toll that that takes on your body. If you have, if you're very sedentary in your life, you don't move a lot, you don't get exercise, you don't go outside or anything, mentally what that what that toll does to you and then you get sick you get something like covid or the flu and and then you're
1: not doing nothing just you're gonna get very sick sitting there waiting to die basically
0: if you have pre-existing health problems go exercise that's all i'm gonna say if you have pre-existing health problems that's a number one thing to make you go exercise. exercise okay and coming from um a family that has diabetes go through our family and stuff that is very 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 important to me is my health not just in general but just because i understand you know if you have the opportunity to figure out your family health um you know figure out what's generational you know certain things you can control get some know? blood
1: work get some tests done. yeah figure out what you have to do i mean it's very important i got blood work done a couple of years ago and i realized like you're saying about vitamin d i was deficient in vitamin d3 just naturally i'm outside in the sun all the time staying active whatever i started taking vitamins getting healthy whatever i didn't even know i thought that was how i was normal that's just how i felt. started getting better shape taking more vitamins you know doing what i had to do to make sure i was okay and i was like damn so maybe this is how you feel way better
0: like those um and and that i think that's another thing too it's like they try to push antidepressants and they try to push on um, pain medication on things and, you know, they try to push all these things that control your brain. Like, like, Oh, oh no, no. Your kid has ADHD or has ADD. So at like six years old, we're going to put them on this medication and you think, Oh, okay. But not understanding, like as a kid, they're supposed to be like that. You're supposed to be, Energetic. You're supposed to be, you know, questioning all these things, you know, and and then they put you in the classroom to just sit still, and it's like, it's against your code. It's against your your DNA, like to to your, be in those situations. Yeah, brain stuff. chemicals, right? And they think, oh well, let's suppress that with um like with all these medications and stuff, not knowing what that's going to do to you hormonically down the line whenever you're a teenager and then you know if if you're so used to that like if you're on certain medications since you're a kid then they take you off of it well you gotta understand now your body's gonna have withdrawals and what does that mean for you and stuff and what does that mean for trying to wean off of whether it's uh like just anything what they got antidepressants they got you on adhd medicine i whatever and um what what that's doing to your brain chemically because i don't know about females but i know males your frontal lobe isn't fully developed till like 25 and that's like the main part of your brain
1: 28 for men and like earlier 20 it's or it,
0: i know females mature a lot earlier but um like their brain develops quicker i guess you could say but yeah like you're not even fully developed till you're 25 and you're you've been on medication and i know certain people Obviously, are neither medication, but it's not nearly the number that are on medication, and it's it's just a lot of those things the government doesn't talk about. Like I think they want you on that. Don't take your vitamins. Take this pill that will make you feel happy. Cool, but really, right. really, if you didn't take that, if you exercised and you ate right and you um got proper rest and proper sleep, guess what? You wouldn't. Need you that. wouldn't. You would be on a level. That you Ten never times better thaw- than
1: you are with your medicine. That you never thought you could be on. I alone. think two big things I want to say is one, now this might, I don't want people to take it the wrong way, it might be controversial or whatever, but in the most basic sense, how do they slaughter cows? Okay, not the actual like slaughtering them, but they have it set up to where, and I'm not comparing people to cows, but just look at it as a larger scale. They have it set up to where, okay, they're not going to walk out in a cow field and just shoot one of them because right. they start freaking out, scattering, figuring out how to escape. They have them calmly set up. They'll have them put in these uh, single file rows to where they're just led. They believe they're in a calm situation all the way to the slaughterhouse. And that's the thing with medicine. They want to get people all dosed up and drugged up and get them to believe they're all, everything's calm, everything's good to s- suppress your brain until they make their big move and then everybody's too weak or too distorted to even realize until right. it's happened. You're too far down the line to make the change. Exactly. And another thing I was going to say is, I think there's, I mean, there's countless reasons. I think it's just dozens of reasons, the whole COVID thing. But one of the big things with this vaccine and with COVID, and I was talking about this earlier, actually, um, when somebody else uh, at work, I was saying, People don't understand the vaccine. Yeah, of course, you know, they want you to get the vaccine. There's different things, different reasons. People say you shouldn't get it. And I'm, for the record, I don't think you should get the vaccine. But I think people uh, look at the basic things that like you want to look at. It. Okay, you have premature births or you have birth defects or, oh, people this, that, you know, whatever. But another thing is, I think a big reason they're doing that is to see how far they can push people. All right, yeah. let's start out with a vaccine. And it, we have a perfectly logical reason. There's this disease and people need to take the vaccine. Now, let's see how many people will comply. Exactly. Then they can start going. Dude, I've been saying my whole life. Not saying, but I've been thinking like, okay, you know, they might get us to the point where we all have barcodes, you know, on our own. Oh, yeah, there. dude. I think we're past that. It's going to go to like must It's going to be the Neuralink. Stuff there's gonna, gonna be the microchips in you,
0: and we talk about that. It's gonna be like the haves and have nots where so many people are sheep, and so many people just follow along with the system. It's not gonna take that many people to have chips in their head before people are gonna be signing
1: up to get one in theirs. Definitely, it's like some black mirror shit. I think they wanted to see basically if people comply and not fight back hard enough, and we say you have to get a random substance that you can't even name <laughs> the top three ingredients into your body, or you can't work, or you can't join <laughs> the military then let's see, let's take it a little further and give it a few years, three, five years, let's see if they do next, give it ten right. years and then they'll be doing something even crazier and it'll slowly conform people to, okay, I well, have to follow this, this or they're going to be like, okay, this shit's gone too far, we're going to have a revolution. I mean,
0: even think about this on, you know, it's not on the pandemic level but, I mean, with that though, you know, all they had to do, I mean, I think, you know, obviously, like, you know, this disease, you know, I don't know if they confirm yet, came out of a lab because they can't track it back to any animal. So if it's not tracked back to any animal, then there you go, it's created in a lab. What's the average
1: person think? Oh, it's from a bat. Right, Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Like, come on, they couldn't even trace it back to the bat and you can, whatever source you believe in, whatever disease control you believe in, go look it up. They could not track this back to anything, but they won't admit it and it's okay. But the thing is, okay, so they have this disease and they start throwing numbers at you. Well, this many people died of this disease. So you it puts that fear. I mean, I can't lie, whenever the pandemic happened, the shutdown happened, dude, I was scared because I because we've never seen nothing like this before in our lifetime. And we so we didn't know how to react. Exaggeration. And then, but as things go on, you're looking at these crazy numbers, this many people died. You look in New York, this many people are dead. But what they didn't tell you that we figured out later on is that you go in there, you say you get in a car wreck, And then you die from the car wreck because
1: it's during the pandemic. They're going to put down, you die from COVID. If you had COVID in your system and died from anything else, you could have COVID in your system and get shot in the head. And they'll mark it as a COVID death. Yeah, as a COVID death. And then how many people who did die
0: genuinely from COVID who were obese and had preexisting health conditions? Because that's real. That's legitimate. If, if, well, if you have that one up dude well if you have like um you know if you have a, a pre-existing condition and you catch a cold there's a risk right there you could die from that because of whatever your condition is and it's just it's it's just a lot of stuff like that like why wouldn't they have told us that but what i didn't say was is on a lot smaller level when it comes to government control i mean look how people are now like with their job choices and stuff, you know, you go back to the fifties and sixties. What do you see? You see, you see the, the, the wife staying at home, you know, doing the housewife stuff. You see the guy going to work and stuff. And then the kids go to school and you follow this little thing, which it might not be so much government as much as what our ancestors might've done and stuff. And that's understandable. But as times change, so do the people and now you what you see more of is a lot more people like you know like if you didn't go to college 10 20 years ago you can't get a job you look like a bum and you're an idiot and even people like pursue music or um sports or whatever like that even the ones who made it they're still looked at below those other people who went to college and got their jobs and i'm not there's nothing wrong with going to college at all. I, I think the most important thing is figuring out what you want to do and going to go do it. But what I'm saying is nowadays, you have way more creators. You have way more uh, creative people who are doing what they want to do, whether that's uh, whatever. You know, I mean, you see a lot of people, and I think big part is because of social media. And it's like, you know, people who never could afford maybe going to uh, culinary school or cooks on TikTok, or uh, Instagram, whatever, and they're able to make a career out of it through the, these certain things, and then on the back end, they can get the the uh, voucher, they can get the money and stuff to maybe take their stuff to the next level and go to that culinary school, or go to music school, or whatever it might be. So you're, you're seeing a lot more now, of uh, people making their own choices and being like, you know, i don't have to like just because you know they say you have to go to school to go learn this doesn't mean you have to do it but you know you figure out what you want to do in life and that's what i want to pursue then whatever the best route is to get that you can go get that but the most important thing is you chose it it's something you want to do and now you're doing it not because of the influence of your
1: peers or the past people before you Uh, one thing people need to understand too is one of the big government goals, whether you believe it or not, it's, it's true. They want to disrupt the nuclear family by any means necessary. And for people don't know nuclear families, you know, a mother or father, children, et cetera, a big thing they want to do is whether they can disrupt it to where, you know, the dad leaves, the mom leaves, they both have work, whatever they want to get it to where every household or as many as possible can have the parents gone. And the kids at school being programmed at school after school care or daycare where they can control the narrative on all that. And their parents aren't around to do that. But a big thing people need to make sure is make sure you teach your kids. Even if you're not home all the time, you need to make sure that they know everything they're learning in school isn't true. Yes. They need to have, you know, basic math, basic science, whatever. But you know what else they throw in there? They throw in... uh their own point of views and their own agendas and it's not of course you know a lot of individual teachers and school people or whatever will have their own view and try and propagate that on you but it's also the government will give them their there's your curriculum there's what you have to teach and they want to push that on people whether it's history class or social studies economics class business class whatever they want to have their own views and they're going to be teaching your children that. Your kid's going to come home and be like, guess what I learned today? Tell you some off-the-wall shit. And then one day, you're not even going to realize, 10 years down the line, you know your kid's 10, 15, or whatever, and they're total opposite of you and total opposite beliefs. And it's because you haven't been around to make sure that they're getting the right, right. knowledge and the right guidance, the right direction. That's yeah. a big goal. They want to disrupt. At the end, it comes down to the parents, too, of, um,
0: you know... Yeah, your children are at school and, you know, eight hours, seven hours of the day, whatever. They're going to learn, like you said, you need the basics. You know, I I do think school is an important thing for children, especially on a social level. level. Like, you need to be around other kids your age. You need to learn how to deal with situations, and it's all important. But, like you said, like, there is different – yeah, and there is different ways that you're taught and stuff because as somebody who's moved around a lot of different schools, let me tell you, I've learned history three, four different ways oh, God, because I've been going, schools. it's all different. Yeah, like going to a private Christian school whenever I'm young, and I, you know, I'm a Christian and I believe in what I believe in, from like just certain ways that I was taught, and then you go to a school that maybe not their ideology, but the perception of certain like history is different. Well, and then, you know, I go from that to a public school that th- that whole perception is different on history and science of what they teach you and what they won't teach you. And then um, I went to a whole different Christian school, like a, a, a church school, whatever. And that whole science, that their whole way of teaching science and history was different than the school that I went to as a child and obviously much different than the public school I would go to. And then going back to public school again, it. You know, like, like I had, it came down to it where, you know, obviously my parents would, you know, they would tell me like how they believe in things and stuff. But as a person, I figured out real quick and very young, I mean, I became a very independent thinker because if
1: you just listen to all those schools. You wouldn't yeah, know. You well, jungle. because that's how
0: it, that's how it was. Like I, I sat back, I don't know, I was probably like middle school or something. And I'm like, wait, what'd you just say about that? And they're teaching, well, that's weird because how I was taught, it was like this. I'm like, okay. And then so it's two different things. But instead of me being like, oh, I'm just going to believe whatever the newest thing I learned is, it started clicking in my head. Well, who who are these people anyway? You know? And then that's whenever, and we are so blessed to be in the internet age because if I had to go to the damn library and go do history like that and learn my own stuff from an independent level boy lot i would be a sheep i guarantee you but um but no it's like because we live in this age of internet and information i started i that's how i I'm gonna be real i treat uh, almost everything i do like that like anything i learn, whether it's a trusted source like you know i get a lot of information from the joe rogan podcast from trusted sources from doctors and scientists but even with that and even more now because of the podcast i want to make sure things are correct but I do my own research, and just like we always tell y'all, y'all the same. Yep, exactly. just like we always tell y'all, we are giving y'all the information, what we believe in, what we think, but at the end of the day, you're an independent thinker, you are your own person, go do your research, figure yeah. out the sources that are right, figure out who to believe, who not, just, get, you know, figure, figure, figure it, it out. It
1: out. I've been through the same thing, like you're saying. I completely relate. I started off Catholic school when I was younger. You know, a lot of my family's Catholic. Catholic priests in my family. They were on, um, you know, uh, let's put it this way. They were on a very different yeah, the belief and view system. Family? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I, I know that. that's um dang. I mean, I'm Italian, you know how they are. Yeah, you're right, I should have known. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's still a priest uh, across the lake. Um, Mm -hmm. And they were actually, they were not very happy, you know, when we went from being Catholic to Christian, and it's all, you know, they have their own views. But then I went to being a Christian, and then, you know, went to different schools, went to public schools, things, got different viewpoints, moved from across the lake to here, uh, went to, Different junior highs and high schools around here. Every school individually has their own teaching method, their own their Every own version of I feel like history. I don't want to say science. propaganda, but their own uh whatever. Like, dude, you could open a history book and they will have you believe in like, man, we're just the best I, of the best. I, we we was like we were perfect <laughs> people. We created this country. We fought for freedom. We gave everybody dude, their rights. To. We're top of the game. And it's like now, I used to think
0: I used to think we we were just the the, the
1: best of the Shit. best on a on a uh moral level. And historical level. It's like you gotta realize for one, wherever whatever country, whatever state, wherever you're listening right now, they 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 didn't conquer that land from being happy, nice people. Whether right. however you wanna believe it, like yeah, you can go back and you know People always want to go back and say, you know, oh, we had slaves here. Oh, we had this and that, and that's terrible. I completely agree. But look at every single country, every civilization, every nation, every powered group throughout history. They all went there, did what they had to do, slaughtered people, killed people, took over the land by force. It wasn't nice, and I mean... It wasn't all pretty like they put in the history book. Right, and I'm not saying, like... Okay, I'm not saying, like, you can believe what's right and wrong, you know, take your own view on it. But there's no way in history ever that a place has been conquered and ruled without. It wasn't taken over by a peace treaty.
0: Right. It was always taken over by blood.
1: And the thing is, I feel like it's deep down. Not, I wouldn't say instilled. It's part of our natural instinct, especially as men, don't want to conquer. Whether we want to conquer the world, we want yeah. to conquer a business place, we want to conquer our world, 100% we, whatever our you want to do, you want to be the best and conquer. You can go back to Roman times, dude. Look what they were doing. They, I mean, dude, look at it in a simple way. They melted down some stones they found. They made some swords. They armed up their army and marched in different directions to see who was out Alexander there that they the could great. fuck up and take their shit and make it theirs. Look and out, now we look at one of our greatest Roman empire. I mean, the greatest empires ever. Roman Empire, Alexander the Great. Dude,
0: I, I mean literally just. His you name know what he has did? the great in it. Like you know what he did? Like he, it, it, his speech. I I advise everybody to go listen to his the greatest speech by Alexander the Great. Oh, definitely. Um, it's life changing. It, it, it's it's life changing, and you understand what their situation was back then, where these the Romans were were dirt poor. Pieces of crap, you know. They had nothing. They had no land. They had no pro. They had nothing. They were living in mud shacks. And then it took hilltops. Yeah. There's these. They didn't. They had nothing. They had no progression. And then you had Alexander the Great's father, who came in and changed the system, changed their perception and perspective. Then Alexander the Great had came in and started leading this great army and started conquering so much area of land and started taking over the world and was able to change the whole perception
1: of the people. And you could say what you want, Uh, like anybody listening to have their own view on that, but. If it wasn't him, it'd be somebody else. Regardless of what you say, he was one of the greatest leaders Mm -hmm. ever. And I'm not saying leaders as far as like morals or this is right, this is wrong, but as far as leading people. You also gotta think back then too. And. Everybody's victim in their time. Pick any historical figure that you look at uh, up to; they were all victim in their time. They did what they had to do, or what was right according to them in their time. But a big thing is, I don't think I'm. I'm sure you know, of course, like Vikings and certain tribes. I'm sure there was people out there that was just enjoyed going out there and kill people. But the great empires, they didn't think that like, man, I just want to go kill somebody. Let's just go march. Right, with them. right. They were like, man, my people, we're living terribly. We don't have this. We deserve better. Let's get it. And it's you need to have that mindset day to day. If you're an average poor person, not go to the uh, next suburb over and take it over, obviously. But it's like, you know. You can take it over, though. That, in, a, in a different, in different way. Ways. You can go over there and say, man, I'm poor. Uh, across town, they have, you know, much more money. The other side of the tracks, the other side of the river. Whatever term you want to use, how can I do that? Start some businesses over there. Start yep. marketing, start growing, and then you and take then over. And different that property. Ways. but okay. it's all about conquering.
0: Yeah, that's it. That, that's just in our DNA and in our blood, is to. I mean, but it goes down to wanting better though too, because you think about those people like Alexander the Great, or even Genghis Khan. I mean, Genghis Khan did some terrible things, but it's all in the the for their people, you know, for their tribe, for their whatever to have better. And I think I think that's how just Americans can look at it as from just an American sense of, you know, we should want our bottom line for American civilization shouldn't be the homeless. Our bottom line for the quality of people we have should be somebody who can own a home, somebody who can work a job and somebody who can, uh, has the ability to own a car and, you know, be able to progress in life. That should be our bottom line as Americans. And I think we should be, we should want to conquer that aspect of it, of, you know, it might not be so black and white like it was back in the day, like, oh, let's go to Mexico and go take their land. No, nah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that mentally, we should want to conquer the, the scale of, of, of being poor and being um, just down in the slumps and being unhealthy. Yeah. how about that? how about that right let's conquer change the curve let's conquer the like the opioid crisis you know let's conquer that let's conquer the mental illnesses that are brought on to us from past generations from whether drug abuse or or, um or traumatic yeah traumatic situations and so let's conquer those problems and if we can conquer that as people and as civilians and americans then our nation. Will become so top tier, so much better as a whole. We might be able to have an effect on uh, countries that are near to worldwide us worldwide. Views, yeah. Like, like we can do it though, as as us, as our nation, as people. If, if let's conquer these problems that are so persistent that we treat as normal. Let's conquer those, and then the better we get as a nation, we can have that effect. On other people and obviously it's way easier said than done but it starts with your decision with your you personally deciding hey you know what for the greater good for the greater good what what can I do to make myself better To so maybe I can help the person next to me what can I help them with you know for the sake of us and being Americans and a civilian you know what can I do to help them out? Because it's not about the individual; it's about the group and the tribe. And if we can conquer those things, like you said, you can conquer anything. We can t- it can take over the world. And I don't I'm not somebody who believes in necessarily world peace, but I believe in getting pretty damn close. And even with the wars and the terrible people that are on this earth that just want pure evil, if the majority majority of the nation the majority of the world is for for the conquering of those terrible things and the negativity and push positivity evil can't win but you know it's like i said it starts with the person
1: starts with the day by day yeah people look hmm, sorry people look at the word conquering i feel like it uh they look at it in a wrong light too, like "ooh, conquering Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, slaughter." It's not a, about that. It's the ideology of conquering things. Like I said, you can conquer a business place, you can conquer whatever you're trying to do. And I don't trying to I'm not trying to be too repetitive of the word conquer, but you can whatever word you want to use, take it over. And uh, even that's not a good analogy. I think the true. Meaning of conquering something. Okay, say I want to be a businessman. You don't have to go out and slaughter all other businessmen. But you make sure that you get to the top level to where you can change what needs to be changed. And I hate to bring it to people, but if you're at a low level, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's very hard to do. You would have to get multiple groups of people supporting you, like people all over, all sharing your belief and all going out and do something about it. But if you can get to that top level. And whatever you're trying to do, whatever aspect of life that you're trying to conquer, you do that and then you'll be able to get to that top level and yeah. be able to I mean, you gotta start change small. things.
0: Yeah, got to start small. And that's like what we we're talking about with the community, you know, like your local community, you know, what can you do to help out there? Or I'm not saying you have to be freaking Mother Teresa, but it's more of, having an outlook on life of not being so selfish where like we're, we're all going to go through the problems we're all going to go through shit. that is life there is no you will never get to a point in life where there is no problems at all regardless of what you have or what you do but it's more of understanding okay i'm going through this right now but you know there's somebody out there going through worse and it could be the person right next to you and well maybe i can help them out you know i'm going through my stuff but you know what yeah, this is a part of it. And I I take it, I take it on, you know, I I take it on. And, you know, I'm able to, we're not going to let this be Oh, it is what it is. It's going to be okay, this is what it is right now. But let's figure out a way to get better. And it starts small. First, first of all, it starts with yourself. Okay, it it starts with yourself before you can start helping anybody else, you got to help yourself. And you got to figure out what your bad habits are, whether it's you don't you don't eat right or you don't um take care of yourself or you don't work how you're supposed to work or anything like that and then you give it go from that point once you're in a comfortable position taking care of yourself you're doing things right bam that can go to somebody else give that knowledge to somebody else help them motivate them motivate them to be better and bam once they get better it, it, it will start growing. It will start growing and growing. Start with your community.
1: And then you can start with the state. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Share with your neighbors. No matter if it's... Yeah, obviously sharing. You know, people look at money or whatever. But share knowledge. Share, you know, things you learned. And um, people start understanding, like, the more of the concept. Like, if you can try and teach people, like, okay... Here's what I've learned. Let's see what you learned or whatever. And you can start understanding the aspect. But um, I think a big thing is uh, just basically, you know, starting small, I think. And this is, don't take it the wrong way, but people need to lower their uh, standards, I guess you can say, in certain ways. Like, okay, for example, I'll give you all an analogy because I don't want you to misinterpret what I'm saying. If you want to go to the gym tomorrow and lift weights, you're not going to go to the gym tomorrow and bench 500 pounds, you never, that's crazy, but you know, 200 pounds, if you've never lifted weights before, you need to start going to the gym and you start small and work your way up. You need to realize, okay, I want to be a millionaire. You're not going to wake up tomorrow unless you hit the ladder and be a multimillionaire. You need to figure out the steps to get you there. It, you can't take that big jump. You need to lower yourself down to understand there's small steps that, like you were saying, there's you start small and you work your way up. I'm not going to go out tomorrow and say, you know what? I just want a Ferrari, you know? I don't have much money, but I just want a Ferrari. And then, it poof, you get a Ferrari. You got to, okay, whether you want to say work for it or... That's the biggest thing. Work for it and... uh Lower your... Uh, like, standards isn't a good word, but lower yourself down to understand. Like I said, perfect analogy. I want to go curl 50-pound weights. Well, unless you're supernaturally gifted some freak genetics you're not about to just go curl 50s you might have to start out with fives but if you work your way up there you can get to 50s right it's the same thing with anything in life you want to own a business you're not going to start out tomorrow being next Mark cuban yeah but you got to start out you know what i want to have the best of stupid analogy but i want to have the most the next uh florida zone orange juice or the next best lemonade right you, know what? you might have to start out with a lemonade stand on the street work your way up getting some money from that and then maybe buy a little shed or something and start out a little lemonade stand and save your money, get three of those, take that income, get a nice business, take that income, save it up, get three businesses, take that up until you can make it into a multi-level uh, business to where you're conquering again and you're taking over that marketplace or whatever you're trying to do. But you have to realize that there's small steps to get there and you have to not put yourself in such high place to where you don't want to go, well, that's too low for me. I don't want to do that. I want to sell lemonade, but I just want to blow up. I don't want to be on the corner selling lemonade. Yeah. You got to gotta take the proper steps. Power is only given to those. There's two people that get power. The people that do it an evil wrong way and sneak and strategize and make snaky moves. But to get power the right way, there's only one way to get it. And it's a old but famous quote. If you want power, you have to be willing to stoop down and lower yourself to pick it up. And that's Hell just yeah, what whether you want to look at wealth or whatever you want to look at. You got to be willing to stoop down to pick it up. Yep. Because you want to get something, it's not just going to float to your hands or yep. float to your... You got to do the road work, man. Got to do the road work.
0: Definitely. Put in the time, dedication. But,
1: uh... Hell yeah. Um... We're starting to wrap up on time, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we've, man. We've been pushing it for y'all, but uh, I hope y'all gained um, a lot from this
0: podcast. Real quick before we wrap it up, I just want to uh, just do a quick recap on these UFC fights uh, that happened earlier today, because oh, um, we're recording on uh, Saturday tonight, and the UFC fights were about at uh, like 3 o'clock this afternoon, Um, just big big fight uh robert whitaker beat uh marvin vittori um that was a, a final it was just a unanimous decision fight um see robert whitaker getting that title shot what part three would it be part three two or three yeah i think part so. three think it would be coming one. up because the last one was part two yep um whitaker badass um i could see that Did coming up soon. Out there and on his business against a great challenger and vittori tough matchup and then um for the main event, Cyril Gain with a uh, massive knockout win over uh, Ty Tuvasa. And uh, that was a wonderful fight. It was a great fight. If you caught it, you know how magical that was. Uh, Cyril Gain getting dropped in the first round by Bam Bam. And uh, then coming back with those body kicks and had him slumped over so long and was cracking him with his jab. I mean, insane
1: range on the jab. Gain's an all-around fighter. Uh, all I was around, thinking he man. might... You know, I was thinking Bam Bam might get that Bam Bam punch and knock him out, kind of like- He almost we, did. We were saying like Mark Hunt, but- um, Almost did. Almost did, had him dropped. One of the things that makes sports so beautiful, like we were saying about uh, Usman or whatever, there's always, you never know what's going to happen. Never know. I mean, you could have the biggest underdog or whatever, but you never know.
0: Yep. And um, and and, and especially with fighting too, because you know these guys find a way, I mean, Ty Tuivasa took more kicks to the stomach than I've ever seen in a fight. I mean, anybody else would have been dropped. And to see him take, he took one and he was literally slumped over, just grimacing, and then got punched in the head. And guess what? Then threw an overhand hook that almost caught Gain in the face, and then stumbled Gain when he was on the fence with a, a left hook that connected and kept pushing and kept fighting until. Gain just ultimately just I mean I think he threw like seven body kicks in a row and then caught him with a left hook and Ty just fell right on his face but
1: you know what ultimate competitors deep, pulling that strength from within and- yeah
0: Ty will Ty will be um, a title contender as especially with the uncertainty of the future with Francis Ngannou and the contract situation and John Jones coming back Ty Tuaivasa will be a household name regularly in the top five with the heavyweights, dudes animal beast, but Cyril Gaines and let me tell you something too. Uh this UFC fight night was in Paris. The crowd there, they need to go back to Paris because it was insane. I, I've never heard a crowd come through my TV speakers so loud.
1: Well I think one thing though isn't uh Cyril Gaines from France. From France right. They had a lot
0: of uh French fighters, but yeah Cyril Gaines from France from France. And from Paris, and um, when he got dropped and was fighting back, I mean, they were singing the French national anthem, and it was an amazing, amazing show. I'm sure it will be free on YouTube on UFC's YouTube coming up soon because it was a fight night. But um,
1: give it a couple days. Every yeah, time. and then yeah. we
0: got Nate Diaz uh, Cosmot next weekend. Um, man, Nate man, Diaz, I'm excited for last fight in the UFC most likely. Um, last fight on his contract, and they fed him to the wolf. That is the most dangerous man to me on this wolf. planet. We should say the bear. The the freaking wolf bear. How about that? The freaking <laughs> the Dagestanian were. freaking where in the Dagestanian mountain.
1: <laughs> this guy coming. They dug him up. And he Ooh, just... Boy,
0: they messed over Nate Diaz, man, putting him in this fight. And we but, called Luke but, Rockhold's you know
1: retirement. What? I'm calling Nate Diaz, too. Yeah,
0: I hope so. But this is a different situation. Luke Rockwell oh, he just There's mentally was situation. out of it. I love Nate Diaz. Even though I'm, I like McGregor and, you know, him and Nate had their stuff. I like people who will fight, who don't run from the competition. Nate Diaz is that man. He's a brawler. He throw doesn't care because for as much of the crap that they've been giving him this week of, why would they throw you this fight and this and that? You know what he says? I don't give a fuck. I don't. Care. You think I care about who I'm fighting? I'm, I'm here to fight the best guy. Fight to fight. He's one of the best guys. I'm going to fight him. And I just have a feeling because as much as I was pulling for McGregor in that first Nate Diaz fight, remember how bad they were shitting on Nate Diaz saying that, oh man, he's going to lose so bad and get knocked out and this and that and then end up winning. I think so he not cut him it, out.
1: I think he looks at it like, you know, people always say so many movies use this term. If it bleeds, you can kill him. Mm-hmm. Or... That it's man just bleeds a just a like human, I they believe. Just bleed. Yeah, exactly. and uh,
0: the way I see it as, th- this is going to be my final prediction for it. This might be out there, but I would love to see it. I love Cosmo Chmaev; he's a beast. But for Nate Diaz off I I want it just an old old fashioned, give him that Stockton slap while he's on his back. You know, Nate, look bro. look, Nate's on his back, bloodied up, fifth round. Cosmo dies on top of him and catches him in a triangle choke. That that would be the most classic way for Nate Diaz to go out, and Ooh,
1: that would be tricky too, because you know he has that Gracie background.
0: Oh, oh, Nate Diaz, one of the best, best uh, people. I mean, in his guard, too. a great grappler, great especially grappler for his division.
1: Top yeah, eight.
0: I mean, he's long, just like Cosmo is too. So it wouldn't be out the way in Cosmo, I man. We saw with Gilbert, dude. Dude, he will go in. And he will leave that chin open. He can take a shot. But Woof. the ground is a little bit different. And it's Nate Diaz. You're going up against a brawler right there. But, yep. Exciting fights coming up. Um, Just wanted to cover that. Just last minute. Because those were some great fights. We'll definitely be covering. First uh, UFC fights. And then, um, yeah. And it will be covering almost every single one. I yeah. Like all say. the big fights. We're going to touch uh, Anthony, on that. Uh, um, is it Anthony Ruiz? Andy Ruiz? Yeah. The boxer, mm-hmm. he fights tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, he fights tomorrow night. We're gonna try and touch on all the main box and main UFC. Yeah, we just always try to give a little recap, you know. just
0: like at least a little recap on it. We don't got to go too deep. Keep y'all up to date on it. Just keep up with that. But Definitely. um, yeah, we're pushing. uh I don't know how long we're pushing. now at the time set up. So Forty five, I think. Oh okay, okay. I bet. Well, um, yeah, we can wrap this up. Um, about all the time. Shout out to everybody, once again,
1: who um. Keep supporting us and uh, keep listening, and um, you know, much love to all y'all. Yeah, I, I want to give a special shout out to again, Ember Leather Co. If y'all need uh, any top notch quality leather, I mean the best of the best, handmade, made yeah. here in the USA. Um,
0: real leather, real, real quality. Yeah, not I mean I have shit. the um,
1: their minimalist design right now. Definitely, oh, have the bifold, the trifold, the minimalist minimalist design similar to a card holder yeah um, i like
0: that minimalist if you work if you do a lot of uh like physical work or something like that or if you're you know you don't want to carry a big collar. hefty wall yeah like if you don't want to carry like a hefty wallet and you're wearing jeans or something yeah, um my, the go-to is the minimalist that's what i prefer um it gets, slides in the little pocket you know in your jeans wherever the one that nobody uses and stuff and uh you know right it it keeps your id you can keep your id in there it's enough room for your id your credit card and then if you want if you want a few dollars of cash on you you can keep it on you and it's just it's simple it's very it's simple perfect simple design very easy to just you know bam pull your card out it's got the little opening for if you're going to a bar or club you need to show your id real quick bam you don't have to pull it out it's right there and uh that's Yeah, Ember Leather Co. Uh, Check them out on Instagram. Um, Just very good quality. Um, It's last you a lifetime. Handmade, handmade. I mean, literally handmade design. Handmade, locally handmade in the USA. In the USA, no, no ship product from anywhere. Um, If you need it, you know, it's getting made over here. So contact them. Local Um, company. Shout, shout out them. Um, Yeah, very big deal
1: yeah very very good products but uh yeah shout out to
0: everybody though man shout out all 'all. y'all Command
1: center community keep up the yeah definitely shout y'all out keep up the support man hope y'all gain some information from this and uh let's not mess it up this time i'm dylan i'm harrison uh check us out (laughs) next tuesday
0: um send us in those suggestions we want to hear yes, from y'all. Get, we want to hear y'all's opinion on past podcasts. We want opinions for future podcasts. Topics. If there is topics you want us to bring up, send it to us. We will not avoid any topic. Things you agree and disagree with. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said in the beginning, we're getting it set up soon to have guests. So if you would like to be a guest on here. And you want to come and talk and chill with us. You don't, look, we we, we, we were talking what we were talking because we have yeah, been doing we're cool this people, anyway. You know? Okay. We would have been chilling doing this. All right. So if you want to come on here, don't, you know, don't worry about this or that. We, we want to bring different people on. Yeah, we want different love. opinions. It's always love at the end of the day. If you're
1: willing to show up here, we have nothing but respect for we'll you. We'll set it up.
0: You don't need nothing. You got to bring nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. All right. We just want you to come have a conversation with us. And that's all it is at the end of the day. And, um, yeah. So just hit us up. Let us know.
1: Command, Um, uh, the official command
0: on Instagram. Yep. Yep. And And the commands
1: in on Apple and Spotify to listen. You can contact us on our
0: Gmail. Yep. Yep. I'll have that link. Um, I'll have the links all posted on our Instagram for when the podcast drops every Tuesday. Um, tuesday 1 a.m you know drops but every tuesday um we'll have them drop them both and um
1: giveaways coming soon too yes so. giveaways coming soon tuned, giveaways you
0: know. man we're, we're trying to give away money that don't that don't fly with me but guess what i got love for all y'all listening and i want i mean nothing would make me happier than be able to just give back because so the, the support's been amazing support y'all for supporting
1: no, us hell out. yeah hell yeah that's how it works out here this is where we're at the command center, changing yep. the world day by day. Yeah, out of all the uncertainties,
0: we got you. You keep it 100. Any question, we'll answer it. Yes, yes, send in the suggestions. We will touch on that topic. We are not afraid. <laughs>
1: you might not like the answer,
0: but we'll give might you the answer. You might not like the way answer. we bring up the topic, but you know, we're keeping it real. And in today's world, I think realism is the best. Best
1: <laughs> <laughs> number one way to communicate with people I is think being real.
0: Being real is the best um, what do you say quality that you could have in a show. And oh, that's definitely. what we bring it to you. Is that real? But um That's it for look, today, okay. Y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's one one forty in the
1: morning. But yep, like we say. Stay up, do your grind, make time. Yes, 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 yes. But all right. Shout out everybody! Shout yeah! Love all y'all. Uh, man, go make go make a difference out there. Have a good day and change the world. Yep, That's it. yeah!
0: We'll see y'all next time. Appreciate it.